0: These tough, tough things are for our good. They're to help us grow.
1: This is the Playbook. This is Dave Meltzer with Entrepreneurs of Playbook. And I have the owner, founder of Happy and Strong. And can you believe or could you imagine a better guest for David Meltzer to have than Jamie Villalobos? And she is here to talk about her new book, which is coming out on May 17th. And we are so excited about it ironically called Happy and Strong. Congratulations, Jamie, and welcome to The Playbook.
0: Thank you. I appreciate it. I'm so excited to to spend time with you today.
1: Well, obviously, happiness is a big deal to me, and I'm on a mission to empower over a billion people to be happy. Um, But a lot of people can't reconcile strength uh, in happiness. And where do we derive strength? How do we get the strength? Do we uh, self-contain it? Um, Why did you write a book, Uh, that includes strength with happiness.
0: Yeah, you know, I I wasn't planning on writing a book, maybe, you know, when my my four kids are out of my house and off to (laughs) college, but you know what? I just, you know, I've coached so many people, entrepreneurs to be successful in business and in leadership. And what I found myself most passionate about was, you know, yeah, I'm making money, Jamie, but now I'm fighting with my wife or now I don't have enough time with my kids. And they were just not being, you know, they weren't fulfilled and they weren't happy. And then I saw during the pandemic, I I felt like everyone was in their own little form of depression. And we're now in a stage in United States where we are more unhappy than we've been in over 50 years. And things are, are on the rise, like, you know, antidepressant use, alcoholism, domestic violence, all of these things. And so many people are wanting change. People are leaving their jobs, you know, looking to start something new, and they're looking for a better, a better quality of life. And so it's something just kept, you know, been pressing on my heart and my mind that now is the time to get this book out there and teach people how to, you know, go after their biggest, wildest dreams and have success in business but also be happy, have fulfillment, have joy, but have, you know, balance, be able to put their faith and their family first. And so for me, uh, being successful, I guess, is to me, it's happy and strong that when you get there and and the the whole journey along the way that you you love your life, you love the journey of it, and that you can find uh, where you can win in, in business, but be able to put your faith and your family first. So the strength part to me is that you are financially strong. I've seen, we've all seen it, you know, people making millions and then COVID hits or 2008 financial crisis and they're wiped out. So I want them to be financially strong. I want them to have peace of mind. I want them to have a strong foundation in their marriage, their partnerships, their relationships and their, and with their families. So, uh, so again, I I just, I kept feeling during COVID that I needed to get this out there and show people kind of how I did it
1: And it's so important, as you know, the fastest growing cause of death in almost every demographic in America is suicide. Mm -hmm. Um, And when you look at someone who's strong enough to take their own life, uh, you have to look at what's missing, what they don't want, maybe a separation between what they are doing and what other people want for them. And in that context, you have all your favorite F's in there. Faith, obviously, family, finance and fitness. Mm -hmm. Uh, when I look at all four of those to include and as you create a strong and compelling vision for life in your book, when we look at that vision, it's, you know, one of what I consider the biggest lies that people tell themselves. I find very wealthy people lie to themselves about their faith, their family, and their fitness. People who are extremely fit lie to themselves about their faith, their family, and their finance. Yeah. And people that have these really great families, they show up to, you know, every single soccer game and they're, they're there at every single PTA meeting. They're lying about their faith, their finance and fitness. And the only thing that's true and there needs to be this strong, compelling vision of a weighted balance right. of those four things. Yeah. In your book, how do you help people with and to create a strong and compelling weighted balance? for their life.
0: Well, you know, the first half of the book really is how to do that, how to identify your purpose and develop a compelling vision for your life and a plan to get to be successful in business or or those things. The middle of the book is kind of how to turn yourself into a leader, develop leaders so that you have lifestyle, so that you can be freed up from your business. And then that second half is how do you have it all? How do you balance it all? How do you juggle it all? how do you get those 4f's in there and i think that you do need to have the faith the family or even you know for faith could be personal development or spiritual family could be any type of relationships that are fulfilling to you and then your fitness is your mental and your physical wellness right and then finance of course your savings and your business goals and and if you have those 4f's then it leads to the ultimate f which is fulfillment that you love your life that you have you feel like you're making an impact you're contributing and that you are enjoying, you know, everything about what you're doing. So again, I see so many people making millions of dollars, but then, you know, in the end, they're, they're unhappy. They're still looking for something new to make them happy. They're still searching or they end up divorced or their kids don't like them, or they don't want to talk to them or, or they've ruined their health. And in the end, they're, you know, trying to, to spend all their money buying back that health. So I teach them how to first, like you said, develop that compelling vision, something that you're, you're hopeful for. One of the, one of the main uh, things that causes happiness, one of the keys to happiness is progression. And I think so many people are just feeling stuck right now that they're kind of the same as they've been for a long time, or this year looks a lot like last year. And so the, the reason they're not progressing is because they're focused on where they're at and these problems, challenges, unhappiness. Instead of focusing on where they're going and being hopeful and excited about the next version of themselves and what's coming up, you know, next in, in around the corner in their life, and so I kind of help them to get clearly defined goals in each of those areas. I help them to prioritize, take things off their plate. These are all learnable, simple, tangible tools that uh, you know. Great leaders like John Maxwell and Ed Milet are super endorsing this book and and what we're doing right now, but you know, and I also teach them how to set boundaries. So many of us have all these time suckers in our life and we don't know how to say no and set boundaries so that we can protect our self-care and our priorities and then how to balance it, you know, balance it all. Um, and so a lot of scheduling, a lot of just practical, simple tools that will help you to not be in the chaos all the time, just overcome that overwhelm, the anxiety and the stress. and. Uh, and just kind of simplify to to multiply all the great things in, in your life.
1: And when we do that, what's interesting too is you utilize transforming yourself, not only transforming your faith, whatever that may be, spiritual, religious, theoretical, philosophical, not only transforming the family and the finance and fitness, but transforming yourself into what I found really fascinating, an effective leader. Um, how do you uh, integrate leadership into what seems to be a very personal uh, type of transformation yeah. uh, of happy and strong living of a vision of a happy and strong, fulfilled, passionate, purposeful, and profitable life?
0: Yeah, I think that leadership is just such a big part of me, what I stand for, and um, You know, I've been an entrepreneur for 23 years and in helping other people start businesses and be successful, get to the next level. But in all my businesses, really my philosophy in in coaching and leading people is to build them up, to become a better version of themselves, but also equip them with leadership skills. I love, Dave, I love your vision of helping people be happier. And I have a a common vision in my life, but it's, I, I just believe if you can, if you can equip people with leadership skills and then help them to understand how to attract wealth and be good stewards of wealth. If you have money and you have leadership skills, you can change the world. And so for me, I'm, I'm building leaders as well as you know, teaching all these other <laughs> principles in happiness, because if I can teach you how to be successful and have leadership skills, then you can go out and impact the next maybe the next generation with your children, but also I want to kind of just spark a little bit of philanthropy of serving others. Uh, And so if maybe one person that I train that's got successful has a passion to maybe help in sex trafficking, or another person maybe wants to help kids with autism, another one wants to build orphanages in Uganda, doesn't matter to me. That way, we can fulfill that vision of helping, you know, a billion people become more successful, more happy, you know what I mean? In a, in a faster way, it ripples out. So leadership is just kind of an extension of really what I stand for. I think most people have a job and everything kind of revolves around that. When you can see your kids and how much you make and when you take vacations. But I believe the family, you know, is the core unit and your business really should just be an extension of who you are and what you stand for. And again, leadership development, I think is such a big part of that because it's not just that you're a good person and you're successful in making money, but you can impact at least your family for generations and then out to your communities and and beyond.
1: And as a leader, obviously one of the core traits of being a leader is to be an intelligent follower, which Mm -hmm. subscribes to all the great philosophies that you have in the book. Um, And in that though, we talked about being stuck and especially with the pandemic, You know, people see the same things and uh, if they don't change the way they see things, the things they see will never change. And you talk about in your book, some traps uh, that cause people to get stuck, to, to live in these plateaus. I call it living like a tube. You know, they live each day, food in, food out, food in, food out. That's their existence. They roll a boulder to the top of the hill. Uh, just to have it, you know, start at the bottom of the hill the very next day. Yeah. Um, but yet, you give actual advice and great solutions uh, about some of those traps that cause us to live our lives like tubes. Yeah,
0: you know, I just think um, so many of us again we get stuck, and and sometimes it's being stuck in our own fears or our own comfort zones. Uh, you know, our 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 social circles are kind of holding us back, our associations, but others, they're, they're going for it. And they've, they've passed those comfort zones, but now they've hit a new comfort zone at a quarter million or at a half a million or at, you know, these certain things. And, and again, we start to focus on where we're at. And if we focus on where we're at, that's typically where we'll stay. And so I, I try to teach people like when you've, when you've reached one goal, I hope that your vision is stretched, that you're on to another. And and so some people will say, well, I'll be finished when I reach this income, or I'll be finished when I, or get hit this, or I'll be happy when I get married, or I'll be happy when I have kids, or I'll be happy when I make this amount of money. And so happiness is not when you get here, you know, to a certain spot. It's not a finish line. It's something that you have to create. And for me, I don't want a finish line. I when you hit the finish line, that means you're finished. (laughs) I don't want to be finished. And I just don't believe there's such thing as a plateau. It's, you're either growing or you're dying. And so when you hit this certain plateau, it's usually, I'll, I'll hear people say things like, well, I've been working pretty hard for a long time. I, I, could, I deserve a break. Or uh, they'll say things like, well, maybe this is good enough. Maybe I don't need any more. And they're rationalizing and giving up their dream to settle for where they're at. And they plateau here, which ultimately is going backwards because when you hit the finish line, you stop growing. So I challenge people to, one, figure out some goals that are bigger and outside of yourself, focusing on others. I have a business plan now that goes 100 years past when I pass away.
1: And you know, I have a
0: trust that I'm putting in place right now that if any of my posterity, great, great, great grandkids want to do any type of philanthropy or charity or mission work, then it's going to pay for it. And I it's all legacy type goals. But it's again, it's bigger than me. It's focusing on others. And it challenges me to continue to do personal growth. And when you're growing and you're progressing, again, it adds more fulfillment to your life. But if you're stuck, again, it's because it could, be, it could be things that were outside your control. It could be you've hit a comfort zone. It could be you're feeling a little burnt out. And there's lots of things in the book that will help you with that so that you don't burn out. I don't burn out anymore. I know exactly about my, my particular self-care and how to, to win in business and dominate, but also make sure I have the balance and the self-care in place. Um, But other times, it's outside of our control. It's these major adversities that happen in our life. And there's no one that's immune to that. There's no one that, you know, pandemic affected all of us. But there's also, you know, there's going to be things like death in the family, or a child that's going through something hard. You know, if you look at all these wonderful champions that you see on social media that you think are, are so great, you don't think that they had adversity? You don't think that they probably had death in their family or the pandemic didn't affect them in any way? Of course it did. The champions had all the adversity too. They just did it anyway. So when when you're going through it, you know, the adversity, it's like, you know, I believe there's two of us. There's the guy or gal that is and the one that could be it or that's meant to be. And to get there, it's definitely not a straight line. It's up and down and you know, adversity after adversity, but all of these things, these tough, tough things are for our good. They're to help us grow the way we need to grow. I mean, we can do great podcasts like, like this one, like the playbook and, and read all the great books, like Happy and Strong, but still we have to light our own fire with our own motivation, with that clear, concise vision and the goals that we're chasing. And we have to learn to climb from peak to peak through those valleys and learn from those mistakes and learn from those adversities. And I have kind of, in the book, I'll try to teach you how to take the adversity, almost like uh, the Black Panther. My kids love Marvel, but the Black Panther, right? You know, (laughs) his suit, suit, you know, he he would get hit and it would absorb all of that impact and then boom, it would make him stronger. And that's what we can do with this adversity. Oprah Winfrey said, when you can say that you're grateful, for the adversity, then you've reached a personal growth level that you know will help you become that second version of you. So yeah if you're feeling stuck, even if you're at your lowest of your low. You know, one thing is like you can look at myself, making set, you know, multiple seven figures I grew up in a trailer in Montana on welfare on WIC, on food stamps with no one in my family ever being successful and zero support and I know and I'm doing it and I'm doing it with four kids and I know if I can do it I have zero you know (laughs) talents or abilities that you know that anybody else you know can have but I've learned these little things from incredible mentors and tons of mistakes and and I just felt so compelled again right now to share it with others.
1: And you do such a great job of it in the book and looking at that idea, how faith, family, finance, and fitness all combine, there is a perspective that I shared in the second half of my life, as Oprah Winfrey said, of being protected and promoted by the mistakes, setbacks, failures, et cetera. And someone who has gone bankrupt and lost everything and realized uh, after losing over a hundred million dollars that I was financially illiterate. Uh, One of the things that I love is you do teach people That they can live with the desire that they must be what they can be, regardless of the circumstances of where they started. We both started in very similar circumstances, but also where you may have taken yourself uh, in that journey. Uh, Many people have ups and downs in their family life, their fitness life, their faith life, and of course, their finance life. Mm -hmm. Um, But one of the expertises that you have, Jamie, uh, and one of the most compelling reasons for me in the Happy and Strong book is the different perspective, the long vision that you do have. You mentioned creating a legacy for your great, great, great grandchildren in philanthropy. But you are an expert at creating businesses that are built to last. Yeah. Um, And as we see, the only thing that's changing about change is the speed that it changes at. There's always been uncertainty in change. It's just it's happening far faster in greater capacity. So we have to be even better at understanding core principles that you know and teach so well. Uh, what are some of the things in the book that we're going to learn about how to build a business that lasts, so that we have the stability to have better faith, family, finance, and fitness?
0: Yeah, I think you know. In the beginning, when you're if you're a new entrepreneur, you got to kind of learn to stay in your lane. I think so many people get these messages from all over the place, like we're going to be serial entrepreneurs. Well, that's later on. <laughs> that's once you've made it. You need to stick in your lane in the beginning. And master something, like become successful at something, and uh, and then if obviously anything worthwhile that's built to last is going to take hard work in the beginning and getting this thing off the ground and getting sh- solid roots. And I think that some people just think, oh, I'm going to have this side thing and I'm going to you know do this thing online and it's going to. It's not how it works. Um, now I believe that success demands you pay a price, and for me, I'd love to pay that price up front and in full. I don't like the long grind it out. I don't. I don't mind working hard, but I don't want to work hard forever. You know what I mean? And so I teach people how to build a business, get this thing off the ground again, develop leadership skills, develop systems in place so that this thing will run itself. And so my business, my, one of my first businesses, is a multiple seven-figure you know income business to me, and it, I built that business my first 18 months. I laid those tracks and put those systems in place and it just continues to grow and during the pandemic it had 60% growth you know it didn't it didn't shrink it didn't fall back and so so that's one thing the other thing is that you have to worry from every day from the very beginning that you're building your reputation that's built to last all of our businesses, uh, it's now. I mean, it's just constant referrals coming in because we've treated people right. And in the book, I go through just little things that will help you to develop this lasting relationship type business, where you know you're not worried about where the next client's going to come from. That it's the you have too many clients has kind of been you know my challenge for, for a while, and that's because of how we've treated people. And we, we weed out anybody that's a, that's, you know, I, I, you could be the biggest producer on the planet, but if you're a jerk, you don't treat people right, or you're unethical, you just don't belong in my company. You know what I mean? I, I just, I just know that it could, it just, not just me, but anyone in my organizations is a reflection of our company. And so we want to do things right 100% of the time. It's always, you know, client first, team second, self, meaning your income last, and when you do that, you can build relationships of trust with your clients, with your employees, with your teammates, and it becomes just, you know, a family almost. Uh, so that's another way. And then, and then just, again, when it's built to last, it means that you're thinking long-term in every decision that you're making. That, you know, I, I, I tell a story in the book of a guy that sitting on a beach in Fiji and living his best life, and all of a sudden the phone rings and it's his attorney, and it's gone because of something he did 20 years prior yeah. that he didn't think was that big, that big of a deal. And at the time it made sense financially. But again, if you help every other people get what they want, if you help other people get ahead financially, eventually you're going to get everything that you want. So it's kind of like a team over me, others before your money and long-term, you will have a business that, again, it's pandemic proof, (laughs) it's, you know, market proof, economic, you know, the the economy. And, um, and then again, that you're having a business that's paying you that you're not having to be in all the time, that you can be traveling the world that you can be enjoying your life. And you're just coming in to maybe put a little supercharger on it once in a while.
1: And that's exactly what you do learn from one of the top female earners in the entire world. She's written a book called Happy and Strong coming out May 17th. You can get it everywhere and definitely also uh, follow Jamie wherever she goes. She has an extraordinary business author, speaker, coach, um, incredible entrepreneur, but most importantly, philanthropist as well. She is of service and of value to others Jamie, I only wish you the greatest of success, which I'm sure you'll continue to have because you are built to last.